Oh, shit. What? Dragon? What? Panther? Leopard? Right? What? what? Drunken? What? Tiger? Right? What, what else we got here, man? Eagle? <laughs> what is going on? All you martial arts movie lovers, action movie maniacs, and a little bit of, we're going to throw a little bit of that exploitation uh, action genre in there as well, especially today. What is going down? It's your boy Fat Samurai Guy back again with another live just for fun. Another excuse to hang out with you guys and talk film. Uh, live movie dojo review. That's right. And I was just like, boom, let's just do four films all at once. Not going to get into too much detail. Well, there's going to be spoilers. <laughs> there's going to be spoilers. A spoiler alert. Uh, but uh, each one of these movies, uh, the review for them, might be brief or long. It depends on how things are rocking and rolling. But welcome, all of you beautiful badasses. That's right. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with the Samurai Guy again on a Thursday night. Really appreciate that. And uh, let's see who is in the house. What badasses are among us? Oh, shit. We got Mike Swift in the house. <laughs> Steelbook. <laughs> He's in the house. What's going on, brother? Oh, we got another certified badass channel member, Heather, in the house, flexing, doing the flexing now. What's going on? Oh, we got Horror Fanac in the house. What's going on, man? Thanks for hanging out. And uh, going to hear the old samurai guy rant and review on some movies right here. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got today? Ooh. So if you're new here, thanks again for hanging out with the samurai guy. But this is the movie dojo. That's right. The wonderful place where we discuss martial arts cinema and action films and uh, of all genres. That's how we roll, baby. And uh, I decided to do four. Well, three of them could be man, two or more exploitation. And the other two are, are more of revenge and action thriller uh, era or fame. But uh, let's see who else we got here today. Look at this badass is showing up. All right, let's have some fun. I don't want to keep keep stalling. Let's have some fun and hang out and talk movies. I'm going to start with 1980. We're going all the way back, son. <laughs> We're going all the way back. That's right. And I'm going to talk about The Hunter. That's right. Starring the icon himself, Steve McQueen. Let's get into it. <laughs> and get into it the hunter 1980 uh is a bitter bittersweet experience uh, watching this film because this was the last film uh that the icon himself mr the king of cool 
uh, Steve McQueen starred in before he passed away. I believe he uh, was diagnosed with cancer, uh, but he still filmed the scenes and finished the film. I think he got diagnosed with it early on. So it's a bittersweet uh, experience watching The Hunter. But here's the funny thing is I had no idea because you got Steve McQueen being a badass. You know, it's a, he's in a movie called The Hunter where he plays a bounty hunter. And I did not know that this was an action comedy. <laughs> it kind of threw me off. Uh, but here's a brief plot synopsis. Bounty hunter Ralph Papa Thorson is receiving death threats from a criminal he helped put away. This while his girlfriend is about to give birth. An event he isn't looking forward to. Directed by Buzz Kulik. That's right. Starring, also starring the, the wonderful Eli Wallach. Uh, we have some LeVar Burton up in here, Ben Johnson, Tracy Walter, and and many more. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about The Hunter. Let's see. Who, oh, got other people showing up here. What's going on, Adam? How you doing, man? Adam's showing up to hang out. So yeah, you know, I, again, that kind of threw me off that it was a comedy. Like, I was like, oh, because <laughs> instantly uh, we're introduced to Papa here, Papa Thorson. And he's just, you know, he's a bounty hunter who kind of seems like he's past his prime and he doesn't do everything by the book. And he, he's not even the best driver. He kind of almost runs people over. He's very reckless. He's a very reckless uh, character. Uh, but he ends up having to pick up LeVar Burton. And uh, and uh, it, it was a minor charge, but he took him to court. And uh, they, they kind of ended up bonding afterwards. And he kind of got him a job and he helps him out in this apartment, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, they, they kind of became friends. And then later in the film, uh, LeVar Burton's character uh, kind of helps, tries his best to defend uh, Steve McQueen's character, uh, Papa Thorson's uh, girlfriend's life, but fails at that. Uh, but we're going to get into that a little bit. But yeah, so right off the bat, <laughs> there's these comedic moments like this tone. And I was kind of laughing. I was like, oh, that was a comedy. So, right, like, this this scene, I was busting up laughing, man. Like, when he goes to get this, you know, this dangerous bounty hunter, I mean, uh, bounty, and he goes and tries to fight him, it just goes horribly wrong. Like, <laughs> look at his face right there. And the musical score is, like, hilarious. Like, he's just, just getting fucked up and until he, you know, of course, takes the guy out with his, the stun gun of the 1980s was interesting looking, by the way. Uh, it's kind of like a, it looked like a sandbag gun or something like that. But uh, yeah, I was like busting up. I was like, oh, this is a comedy. Oh, we got more people showing up here. Oh, <laughs> hold on a second. Oh my goodness. They waste no time, Heather. <laughs> the sex bots are back. Oh, okay. Back to the review. Let me get back to you guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Heather says the stunts look amazing. Yes. We're going to we're gonna get into that. For sh that and again, an another thing that surprised me as well. Uh, but yeah, so you have the shenanigans of Papa Thorson, you know, going from bounty to bounty. <laughs> sometimes it's going good for him. Sometimes it's going bad for him. And he's trying to balance... Uh, his his relationship with uh, his girlfriend and 
and they have their child. She refuses to uh, get married. She was she her previous marriage was like was like terrible. So she's just like, why do that again? But they did have a kid together and they're kind of living together. And, you know, they, they love each other, but there's a little back and forth because he's he doesn't really want to totally commit yet. Uh, he even has issues like taking her to, you know, you know, go to the, uh, you know, breathing exercises and stuff like that that the couples do to kind of help prepare for <laughs> uh, the delivery. He's just kind of like he doesn't know he, he's just he doesn't know how to act or react it. It feels uncomfortable for him, right? Uh, but of course, that comes into more comedy later uh, in the movie. So while during some more shenanigans of him picking up other bounties, and yeah, we have an actually interesting kind of chase here while these uh, these crazy guys try to run uh, Papa Thorson over. They end up accidentally blowing their own car up with their own dynamite accidentally. I don't know how they survived, uh, but again, it's it's a comedy. Uh, yeah, but we had a little bit of chase here in the field with them and uh, Steve McQueen hijacked a a, uh, <laughs> a farming vehicle here. And so that was interesting. This is something different, something I haven't seen before. But despite all the comedy, the movie at some point starts to get a little serious. I was like, oh, we're getting we're getting a little serious now. And that's when our boy here receives a phone call. From Nakarata, played by Tracy Walter, Rocco Mason gives him a call. And he goes, hey, I'm coming for you. And I'm coming to take whatever you have. And I'm coming for your girl. And I'm going to kill you. So it got the tone shifted midway of the film. I was like, oh, wow, what's going on here? And then we have these other scenes throughout the movie where Clearly, somebody's spying on him and following him. Like, who is this? And you find out later, uh, Rocco was put away uh, by McQueen. So he's out now. And he wants revenge. And you even have a kind of kind of a semi-creepy scene where he kind of goes to, because uh, Papa Thorson's girlfriend's a teacher. And so he kind of goes to the school, Rocco does, and kind of just fucks with her, just with his voice outside the classroom. And she freaks out. And she locks the door. That was interesting. I actually kind of liked that scene. I was like, all right, this this movie's changing the tone here. I'm, I'm very, very surprised by that. Uh, but stunt work, man, is great. And by the end of the movie, there's one more bounty he's trying to get. And it's like... A finale, like I was very surprised, and it gets dead, dead on serious. There's no comedy for the third act here, and he's trying to get uh, this character right here. And it starts off. This is the cool thing, guys. And that actually starts off as a, as a, you know, he shows up to his apartment. They're shooting each other. They're going back and forth, and then it goes from a foot chase, <laughs> right? And then they end up on the train. And then we have some action here on the train. And then we have all these stunts going on on the train. I was like really impressed. And then after the stunt, I mean, after the stunts on the train, the train stops, the chase continues. And then we have more uh, action shenanigans in vehicles now. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I was like really impressed. Like, I was like, wow, this is like entertaining. Like, I was not expecting uh the the finale to be uh, uh or the third act 
to to be this. I, I thought he was going to show up to the apartment, they're going to shoot back and forth, and then McQueen will capture uh, Papa Thorson will capture the, our, the the bounty. But no, it was like a long, exciting chase with some very, very awesome, um, which I'm gonna call it, very awesome uh, stunt work. I was very impressed. And we got some there. There you go. Adam says, I love McQueen, so I need to watch this. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, what's going on? Morning Star, how you doing? What's going down? Well, I'm trying to make sure I get all the sex bots out of here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Sex bots. <laughs> oh, uh, but then, of course, remember, there's these are spoilers for these movies. Uh, our our character of Rocco, who's like high tech machine guns, everything. He ends up capturing uh, Papa Thorson's girlfriend, takes her to the school, calls Papa Thorson. He's like, "Hey, you want her? You need to come get her." And uh, we have a little bit of an action climax here uh, between Rocco and uh, McQueen or Papa Thorson. Oh, well, I don't know if it was meant to be funny or not. <laughs> But it was like an intense, dark scene. Like, ever since this scene, um, the tone shifted. It got a little bit more serious. And then, I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but when he's trying to shoot McQueen in the school and he's chasing him, he's just yelling, Papa! <laughs> he keeps yelling, Papa! <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of making me laugh. I don't know if that's supposed to be on purpose or not. But, but it made me laugh. And, uh, of course, it's, you know, you can't, you can't take Steve McQueen down now. Come on now. It's the McQueenie. You know what I'm saying? The king of cool. So, of course, he uses his smarts and Bess, uh, our villain here. And then, then the movie goes back to comedy and, uh, <laughs> he has to rush his girlfriend to the hospital. All the breathing exercises that he refused to learn, he's like using them and, uh, he ends up passing out. <laughs> the hospital uh but i mean it's mcqueen man the guy's such a good actor he could do comedy he could do romantic movies he could do action and uh we all know he loves driving he loves driving them cars man you know what i'm saying bullet you know the, the motorcycle and great escape so overall and many more of course overall uh the hunter very entertaining film now is it bullet no is it the great escape? No. Is it the getaway? No. However, hey, you know, it, it sucks that this was his last movie, but I'd rather an actor go out on a, on a very entertaining, fun film than garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, overall, plus plus with this crazy stunt work that was very unexpected. I, I was, not, I mean, this is some Jackie Chan super cop shit. This is like some police story three stuff here. Um, didn't expect that. So overall, man, hey, Samurai Guy gives The Hunter a B plus. Really enjoyed it. And uh, R.I.P. Uh, McQueen, for sure. All right. And who else is in the house? What's going on, Mason? What's going down? Reza's in the house. <laughs> the sex bot has been around all the time. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just keep, like I said, it's like the... the the bubble wrap, man. Just keep popping it. I'll just keep doing that. Uh, we got a 
question here. Chase, what's going on, man? Fat Samurai guy, thoughts in the spinning lightsabers that can be used as a helicopter and make the inquisitors fly. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. Did I miss that in the trailer? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I have no, I have nothing to say about that one. I would have to see it. It's a little odd. It's a little weird, but I would have to see it. But that is kind of strange. But yeah, I give the hunter a B plus. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Next up, we have. Uh, now I didn't even mean to watch this right away. I was watching Blood Games, and after Blood Games, uh, it went straight into Mad Foxes, <laughs> and I just kind of—I didn't mean to watch Mad Foxes. I was going to watch Mad Foxes at some point, and um, it—I just sat there and I just kept watching. I was like, all right, I'm going to just keep watching this. And oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, we are going to get into it. What's up, champ? I talked about She-Hulk yesterday. I did the live stream, man. I did the uh, trailer reaction. All right, here we go. Let's get into 1981. Mad Foxes. Let's do it. Let's get into some mad, mad foxes. They're mad. All those foxes. Let's go ahead and talk about it. All right. 1981. Plot synopsis. Let's go. It's very short and sweet here. A man seeks revenge after a biker gang murders his family. There you go. Directed by Paul Grau and stars Jose Gras, Laura Primica, Andrea Albani, and Minty, 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 and many others. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, let's go ahead and get into some mad. They're mad. They are mad. Okay. All right. So, action, you know, biker, action biker exploitation fans unite. <laughs> Revenge fans unite. Uh, this movie is definitely uh, for those, for if you like that kind of genre, and I do. Uh, but there's one problem with <laughs> this movie. We're gonna, we'll get into it when he's talking about it right now. So the movie, we got our, our rich, handsome playboy. He's out and about with his lady friend. Styling and profiling, walking that aisle. You know what I'm saying? Limousine riding, jet flying. Okay? Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. And he's out with his girl here. Uh, girlfriend number one he's out with. And... Uh, we get the we get the uh, the douchebag uh, bikers showing up, and they're automatically fucking with him. And even the leader here kind of spits in his face, you know. Just you know, at that point, don't even engage in conversation. Just roll the window on this, you know. Tell the guy go fuck yourself. Roll the window and just drive away from him, right? You'd think that he would drive away from the biker gang just to kind of get away and just fuck you. I'm we're out, right? No, 
our hero of the movie, right? As soon as the light turns green, our hero of the movie kind of drives and speeds between both bikers, causing one of the bikers to just, I don't know, this stunt was crazy, man. I don't know how this guy didn't die. But one of the bikers <laughs> ends up, you know, going this way off track and just slams right into a parked car. The bike explodes and the guy flies way over the car. So the character is dead. So just keep that in mind. That just happened, right? So, yeah, this right here, like <laughs> this happened, right? So if this if this happened to you, and you were and you were the you know kiss stealing wheeling dealing. I think after that you probably like maybe go report it to the cops or you know maybe you know you, you would not go partying <laughs> right after this. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, it's like uh, Mad Max can get away with that shit, right? Because it's a post apocalyptic world. <laughs> And there's no law. So Mad Max can get away with that. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck somebody up and then I'm going to have a beer or something like that, right? But no, right after this, and, and some, and it's not like he didn't know this happened. The bike was right next to his car. So no, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's, let me take my girl out. We're going to go to clubbing. We're going to get some drink and drink on. I'm going to get her drunk. This is our hero, guys. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> So what do you think happened next? What do you think happens next? We think, right? Instead of them going to the cops, guess what happens next? Well, they catch up with them and it doesn't go too well for the girl and they beat the shit out of the guy. So what do you think our hero would do at this point? Our hero, right? You think he'd be like, all right, now the revenge starts. That's all you need, right? That's enough to go on your revenge vigilante hunt, right? No, no. This is what our hero does. Hey, hey, is this the dojo? Is this the jobber dojo for jobbers? Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, last night I took a hot, uh, you know, lady friend out. Yeah, she was hot. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took her out last night and we got jumped by some dick bikers. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, get all your martial arts friends together. I'll buy from the douchebag dojo. And uh, let's kick these guys' ass and get revenge. And, oh, yeah, it didn't go too well for my girlfriend. Uh, but we broke up now. And you're never going to see her again ever in the movie. <laughs> We're not even going to have a scene where I visit her in the hospital to see how she's doing. No, fuck it. This is our hero. This is the hero of the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> you don't choose the party. Guys, party choose you. <laughs> ah, what's going on, everyone? Yeah. So I'm like, what? Okay. Let's just go with it. Fine. All right. So for their dead friend that happened earlier, the codpiece wearing uh, <laughs> bikers here have a funeral uh for their friend and uh, the leader's doing this big old like you know he's gonna go to Valhalla speech right so we have this well then our hero shows up right he shows up being really cocky like he shows up to the location being cocky i'm like okay all right he's gonna fight back he's gonna fight back 
with his martial arts buddies. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Hey, uh, all my martial arts friends are here to, uh, they're going to kick your ass. And uh, I'm not even going to come down there and dirty my, my shoes. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to even bother. Is there, cause they're here and I'm rich. So I don't really need to do anything. You know, I don't even really need to visit my girlfriend that my first girlfriend of the movie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, peace out. He doesn't even join the fight. He just pisses off. And then we have this amazing scene where <laughs> you'd think all the martial arts dudes from the from the from the jobber dojo would show up, you know, in regular clothes and kick the biker's dude's ass, right? No, no, they show up in their geese. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. They show up in their fucking geese and they have this fight. Royal Rumble, and by the way, uh, I, I already hate this 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 jobber dojo group of dudes because they're cocky enough to show up in their gi and for a street fight, so they're already eliminated themselves of being cool. They're already done, and the fact that the biker guys were kind of holding their own, like it took a long time for the, and they were outnumbered. The, look, there's only a few of these dudes, and there's an army of karate dudes that show up. They were kind of getting their butts kicked, so I hate to, hated them even more. But you know, they got the upper hand on the bikers, so let's keep let's keep it going here. All right, media glitch. What's going on? It's the legend here. We talking about it's action exploitation day over here. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, my friend. Go get you back on the channel very soon. Oh my goodness. Oh, hold on. Whoops. What happened there? I think I lost the thing. Okay. What's up, MK? What's going on? The Hey Fat Samurai, by the way, you totally look like a Bob in real life. A Bob? <laughs> what is that? All right. Anyway, let's keep going here. So I'm like really already kind of annoyed already with our hero of the movie. And this so we went from this amazing sequence to another even a more amazing sequence. So what do you think is going to happen, right? When you show up in your gi, thinking you're badass, outnumbering some, some biker dudes that you know they have guns and shit. Like, what do you think is going to happen, right? So uh, an amazing sequence went to another amazing sequence. What about Bob? Oh, I got you. Um, <laughs> he looks like, what about Bob? <laughs> anyway, so what do you think happened next? So you got all the all the, the douchebag martial art dojo jobber guys working out and greasing up and doing all this shit. And, oh, yeah. Like, even the leader dude is like, he's like the leader of the dojo. He's like hanging out, leaning up like this. He's got a little nunchucks. He's like twirling it and shit. I was like, fuck these guys, man. <laughs> They're like, fuck these dudes, man. So guess what happens? The whole biker gang shows up in the dojo and completely obliterates everyone. They throw a grenade, they threw a grenade first. They threw a grenade first and then came in there and fucked everybody up. 
you know, and I'm I'm saying I'm not I'm not I am not here to root for the villains, but I I'm just saying I'm just saying if you're that cocky walking around with your fucking gi twirling your little nunchucks, you're gonna get cut. All right, you're gonna get bloated up. All right, so yeah, another like I was like, holy shit, did that just happen? Meanwhile, what do you think? Meanwhile, what do you think our hero is doing right now? What do you think he's doing? What do you think he's doing? I'm out, baby. Looking looking good, looking fine. Oh, yeah. And guess what? I got a brand new girlfriend because I'm all about the women. I'm all about the chicks. What? What what do you mean my 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 martial arts friend got killed and his entire dojo is dead? Ah, I don't give a fuck. It's time to go hunting with my brand new girlfriend. <laughs> so he goes back to his rich parents and family's house. He's over there riding horses with his brand new girl. He completely forgot about the girl in the beginning of the movie. And he's just having the time of his life. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, you know what? In another movie, this rich asshole who doesn't fight or defend himself or stand for anything probably would end up being the villain in another movie. You know? And I'm just like, what is it going to take for this guy to get some balls or at least show that he's alive and knows what's going on? So, of course... The, uh, the 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 numbtruck twirling douchebag mo- movie dojo uh, leader guy, he gives up his friend. He's like, "Fuck it." They're like, "Tell us where he is." So he gives him up, and then he gets killed. So they're hunt. They're trying to hunt him. They show up at the the, the parking lot, parking uh, comp, the apartment complex, right? The parking lot. They kill some people down there. So he knows what's going on. It's not like he's not oblivious to this mass murder. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the people in his in his area in the par- parking lot got killed but no fuck it i'm gonna go riding some horses i'm gonna get a new dame and we gonna have the time of our lives we're rich we ain't got nothing we ain't got to worry about nothing i was like what is going on and we even had a scene i'm like dude movie you are failing making me like your hero we even have a scene well, he's out with the girl. He's like, hey, I do whatever I want because I get all the ladies and I'm rich and I got the boo the boo the boo the boo the boo I ain't got to worry about mass murders that have happened that are close to me. Fuck it. Oh, look at that up there. It's an airplane. Boom. He shoots at the airplane. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Movie. What he what is hap- what is happening? Movie, you are family. He shoots at the airplane as a joke. I mean, obviously he's not going to hit it, but just to show the douchebaggery, egotistical cockiness that this guy has, our our loving hero. <laughs> like, what is happening? So of course they find out. <laughs> oh my god! So. <laughs> First, they find out. Uh, now they know where he lives. So the biker gang's coming for his. They come into his house, and I'm not going to spoil it, even though this is a spoiler review. <clears throat> I'm not going to show it. I'm not going to show anything like that. Okay. But all I'm going to say is people get fucked up. These guys have no mercy, and they enjoy, they're enjoying every minute of it. Like the, these people get fucked up in this movie man i was like whoa so finally 
even though I kind of ruined some of the spoilers of the plot synopsis, it's fine. So finally, after everyone's dead now, <laughs> uh, he comes back from his hunting horse riding expedition, shooting at random airplanes expedition, getting laid and shit. He shows, he, he comes back, oh, 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 now I'm concerned. Oh, weepy, weepy-eyed me. Oh, woe is me. Oh, I'm sad now. It had it had to get to this level <laughs> for this guy to show any concern or any balls. It had to get to that level, man. It's like, really? Really? Like, I, oh my God. So anyway, let's keep it going. So now it's revenge time. Now I have balls. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm not going to say, even though I hate the hero, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, I didn't enjoy him going after douchebags. So it was douchebag killing other douchebags. It was entertaining. We had some more cool stunts. We had some body counts. Uh, we had some some tight in close fighting uh, confrontations, and it's all all very entertaining stuff, man. Ooh, right in the right in the bread basket right there. Ooh, look at that. What is that? Schmuckers. We got some strawberry jam there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, very very entertaining. Uh, revenge part, even though it's literally like very at the very, very end of the movie, but I'll take it at this point. Um, <laughs> I have to oh, hold on, damn it, I lost you again. Hold on, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. I'm gonna, I didn't want to spoil the ending, fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna spoil the ending because it's so insane. I have to talk about it <laughs> so. <laughs> hold on a second get comments here i lost the comments for a second hold on where are you we got some lagging going on hold on guys what happened what happened i'm not sure what happened no Oh, that sucks. I don't know why I can't see you guys anymore, guys. Let me type something in. Let's see if that brings you back. Come on. What happened? I don't know where you went. You got to love being live, man. Hmm. Let's see if I can bring you guys up on my phone. Hold on one second, guys. And maybe I can see your comments from the phone on YouTube there. Hold on. Yay, StreamYard. <laughs> Good job. All right. Maybe I can get you guys here. Let me. Uh... Hold on. Get back out. Go back in. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't know why it just the whole comment section just disappeared. <laughs> so I'm bootlegging it, baby. We're gonna make it work. I'm bootlegging it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god, we we got we went ghetto today. Let me scoot this over. Hold on. Okay, cool. I won't be able to highlight anything, but uh, I appreciate you still. Uh, you can still see me and enjoy and hang out. So. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not, it's completely invisible over here. So, all right, let's keep it going. All right, so finally, you know, we have our revenge. So, 
So after revenge, bloody, bloody, bloody revenge, uh, he goes back to his new girlfriend. I think this is girlfriend number five now. Uh, back to his apartment. And I was kind of like saying to myself, whatever happened to the leader? Because right after... Uh, hold on, I'm trying to see if I can... That's all right. Um, I was kind of wondering what happened to the leader because once he gets attacked here and we have our fight earlier, uh, he kind of disappears from the movie. And I kind of forgot about him, to be honest. So <laughs> we got douchebag bikers all killed by this asshole, douchebag hero. <laughs> And then he goes back to his apartment. And even though it was still fun and entertaining, I still hate, I hate the hero. I hate him. And so he goes back to his girlfriend, number five. And basically, (laughs) uh, gets ambushed by the leader. (laughs) You thought you got rid of me. You thought you got rid of me. Even the movie thought (laughs) they got rid of me. (laughs) Well, I'm back, baby. And guess what? I'm not just back in black and back in fashion. Guess what? I rigged the entire building with bombs and we all going out. (laughs) So what do you think happens next? Well, of course, our our hero moves his girlfriend out of the way. He does a running, jumping sidekick on 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 the, the the leader of the biker gang, who flies out of the window and falls all the way down to his death. And then both our hero and girl embrace. And then we have credits. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> Guess what happens, guys? I'm gonna blow it up. <laughs> damn you all to hell (laughs) you blew it up and then it cuts back to our hero going no as he's grabbing his girlfriend a bootleg explosion happens on screen and then the end pops up i i shit you not my mouth was like (laughs) i was like (laughs) what did that just happen did that just happen oh my god And you know what? I applaud. (laughs) I applaud this ending. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, everybody die. Everybody fucking die in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Because you never liked this douchebag. From the beginning, he showed up in the movie. You never liked this dude. So, fuck it. Hey, have him show up at the end. Hey, blow. I mean, obviously they didn't have a budget to blow up a whole building, right? So it's like some cartoony, superimposed, like, <laughs> explosion happens, and then the end, that's it. So, yeah, yeah, I got to go ahead and rate this some bitch. This was a wild ride. This was just violent, you know, action. There's some stunts, crazy shit. <laughs> I'm never going to forget the dojo ambush. I don't think I've ever seen that in any other movie. <laughs> So it balances out because I hate the hero so much, but it was still enough in there to entertain me. So I'm going to give 
Mad Fox is a solid B. There's definitely above average. There's a lot of violence and entertainment in there for you, uh, especially if you're into biker exploitation flicks. And if we had more likable hero, it may have been a B plus to an A minus, you know, like if, if we actually cared about this dude. <laughs> but here's what's interesting, and I don't know if you guys are if you guys know about this, is um uh whatchamacallit? Uh no, you guys are still you're still missing from here. That sucks. That's okay. I can still see you over here. Um is when I put together the little intro for tonight's video uh, for Mad Foxes, I found a German trailer. In that German trailer, there is way more. There is way more. They show more, you know what? And they show, it looks like a little bit more action. And, sh- and I think there's a little bit more violence. And I th- I, I might be, mis- you know, because remember, I watched this on Tubi. So I don't know if this was like a theatrical release or if there's an uncut available because if you watch the german trailer for mad foxes you can kind of see a little bit more that they actually did fuck up the leader because when they show up they kind of just jump the leader and then you kind of distracted by other things like everybody else fighting and then you just the leader just disappears from the movie but in the german trailer it looks like they they injured him or maimed him or something so if there's an unrated version that has more action and more violence, I'm probably going to change my review. To be honest, I'll give it a B plus. But I have to I have to check Blu-ray. I don't know Vinegar Syndrome. I don't know who released Mad Foxes on Blu-ray. But yeah, if it's unrated, sure, I'll definitely definitely check it out. So who else we got? Let's see. Everyone dies. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so we're on a roll here. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. That was Mad Foxes. Let's go ahead and get into it. We are going to 1989 now, and we're going to talk about briefly. Hold on a second. The Ministry of Vengeance. 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 Let's go ahead and talk about it. I'm just going back and forth to see if you guys appear. (laughs) It's all good. I can still see you over here. All right. Let's talk about a 1989. Let me scroll up a little bit here. Let's see here. All right, here we go. All right, directed by Peter Mars, starring Ken Abraham, Ned Beatty, Brody Greer, and uh, actually some other badasses too. We have uh, Yafet Koto, who's always a he's always a great actor. That guy, I don't think I've seen him in a in a bad uh, performance. James Tolkien as Cor- as Colonel Freeman. That's right, Slacker. That's right from uh, the Back to the Future movies. And uh, I don't know why they don't have him listed. He's like the star of the movie. But we have uh, John Schneider for all you Dukes of Hazard uh, fans there. So, all right, hold on a second here. 
Give me one more second here. Any of you mods are here, and if I if I can't get to the the bots, <laughs> go ahead and get rid of them for me. All right. All right. Back to the badasses here. All right. Plot synopsis for Ministry of Vengeance. A minister's family is killed by a rib terrorist, and he takes revenge. All right. Simple. And I was already sold. I mean, from that plot synopsis, I was like, oh, oh, I got to see this. We got we got a preacher that's like turned punisher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So before I get into the film, there's actually a lot of fans for this movie. So again, uh, if you guys are like huge A-plus rating fans for Ministry of Vengeance, I'm happy for you. I'm glad, uh, you know, you guys enjoyed the movie. But uh, Samurai Guy has some has some issues. So right away, uh, thank you, Heather. You're awesome. Right away, this image right here, I'm like, yo, let's go. This is why I'm here. This is what's bringing me to the dance. Look at the badass. He's got, he's got, the, he's got the priest outfit on. He's got a fucking Uzi. Let's go. P- Punisher, preacher, let's, let's do it. Well, the movie doesn't really, <laughs> it, sets up that, it sets up that premise, but it doesn't really deliver uh, how I wanted it to deliver. So uh, the movie starts out with our our hero. Uh, he's in world back in Vietnam, and we're gonna we're gonna call him Colonel Slacker. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna call him Colonel Slacker. Uh, he's a he's his uh, uh, superior officer, and uh, basically our hero's known to go down. He's very good at. You know, no fear. He'll go down in those tunnels, clear out whoever's down there, and the men could safely go through to the other side. And one day he goes down there. The first guy that goes before him, he he doesn't make it. So when he goes in there, obviously, because he's a badass, he makes his way through. But then he comes into uh, gunfire. It was kind of blurry, but it looked like, you know, it was blurry when I watched it on Tubi, but it kind of looked like it was a young female. And so he had no choice because she was going to throw a bomb at him. So he's just like, he even told her, no, stop. Uh, But he ended up, he had to kill her. So after that and getting out from the war, he basically um, decided to say, you know what, I'm I'm completely done with violence, right? And he became a minister, right? And uh, his his whole purpose was basically to uh, help those in need. And, you know, it's a very just thing to do, right? He wants to go out there and, and, and do some good. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't go well. He, he has a wife and daughter. Uh, they're traveling. And at the airport, terrorists show up. The kid gets killed. <laughs> and the wife gets killed right in front of him. And, they, and him and the main uh, villain lock eyes. They lock eyes before the main villain leaves. Of course, he can't just go right back to being a minister i mean he, a couple of times he tries to lead us uh, uh do a sermon and stuff and he's just he just can't he can't do it because you know as you do it's a very traumatic experience right so he gets to the point where he goes to visit yafet koto they're, they're part of the cia <laughs> and he's like what are you guys doing about this and yafet koto's like all nice to him he's all like well we're looking into it just rest assured we'll find him and, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he calls bullshit. He's like, you guys aren't going to do anything. You got, you're not. And 
he gets up and leaves. And then he starts getting a little bit of that vigilante revenge punisher vibes, you know, and he decides to leave the church um, and go hunting for this dude. So he ends up teaming up just to kind of get back into training uh, with uh, Colonel Slacker here. But the CIA called Colonel Slacker and they're like, look, man, I don't know what your, what your relationship is with this kid or with this, with this guy, but he's going to fuck everything up, right? We, we are, we, us CIA, we are out there to hunt the leader. All right. We're out there to hunt the leader. We have plans for the, for the leader. We're waiting on Intel. If he goes out there and tries to kill him and fucks it up, this is going to fuck everything up. So if he goes over there, we're giving you orders, Colonel Slacker, to go over there with him and take him out. If you, if you need to take him out, take him out. So the movie gets a little interesting. I was like, oh, wow, this is like the shit hits the fan here. Well, this is where, again, we have a hero where he's obviously he's not, he, he is nowhere as bad as this guy. <laughs> okay. He's nowhere as bad as this guy. But he did do some things that bothered me. And I know it was on purpose. And I know it was for the plot. But it was still kind of annoying to me. So as soon as he goes over there, he 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 meets up with Ned Beatty here. And and this is this is Brother Otis. He goes over to meet Brother Otis. And he's posing as a minister that wants to help help uh, the needy out there and join the cause and join his church. So of course, Brother Otis, you know, helps him in. Uh, you know, bring you know, accepts him in easily and stuff like that. But what was annoying is like he's supposed to be undercover. He's not supposed to let anybody know why he's really there. Well, as soon as he sits down, the first day of dinner, he sits down with Brother Otis and all these other people. He's already asking the whereabouts of the main villain. And Brother Otis and everybody else is looking at him like, uh, we're not supposed to be saying that word, that name around here. That's like fucking, you know, Voldemort. We're not supposed to be saying that name. You know, and it, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you're supposed to be undercover. Like, you're not supposed to let people know why you're there. Well, somebody overhears, and they want revenge on the main villain. So she, she's kind of a badass, but she helps, uh, you know, we, we, he gets in locking and loading, and they break into the area where the villain is. And he has the villain perfectly in his shot, in his sights, could easily pull the trigger, be done, get his revenge, go home, have a cheeseburger, right? Yeah, well, he gets cold feet. He completely freaks out and just doesn't do it. And unfortunately, by him making this decision, now you could say, well, plot-wise, it might make a little sense because, uh, you know, he, he's been a preacher for a long time. He hasn't really killed anyone in a long time. You know, he's having second thoughts, right? But unfortunately, this decision, this one decision, gets so many people killed. <laughs> you know, the girl that helped them, dead, right? They end up raiding the church, kill everybody. All the soldiers protecting the church, dead. People inside the church, dead. Brother Otis, rest in peace, Brother Otis, dead. He gets so many people dead. And the, the most... Probably the most intense action sequence in terms of stunt work and stuff like that was the the raid on the church. That was probably the best action sequence in the whole movie, which is not good because you came to see this guy, Rex Shop. 
So I, you, can, you can already see where my disappointment is starting to settle in, right? So him, uh, the, the girl that's helping, uh, who used to help Brother Otis when Brother Otis was still, was still alive, and Slacker, because he was down there, they all get uh, taken in by the villain. And, and guess what happens, right? Well, something almost happens to the girl, but she gets away, and you never see her anymore throughout the whole movie. And and they were kind of setting her up to be a like this important character. She just disappears. But uh, Slacker gets tortured. You think he gets dead or gets killed? Uh, our guy here, he gets tortured because <laughs> they're trying to get information and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, the church sequence, this raid right here. I forgot to click on this earlier. This was probably this was like the best in terms of intense like. Oh shit! What's what's actually going to happen here? And everybody getting fucked up. So this was like the best part of the movie for me in terms of action sequence. So finally, finally, our guy, our hero gets free, and he finally starts fighting back. And uh, he does pretty good in the action sequences. You know, he takes he takes a decent amount of dudes out, and and kills our main villain. The problem with me is, is that it just it just felt a little too late, man. I was just. <laughs> I know maybe maybe plot wise and story wise I I'm sure everything made sense and uh again like I was saying there's a lot of fans for this movie but I just I came to see him fuck dudes up and maybe continue like this like maybe continue being a minister <laughs> slash vigilante you know like he's a minister in the daytime but at night he's out there fucking dudes up I mean that would be really entertaining to to see a character like that right uh, but yeah, he just kind of, uh, he was, was really bad is you find out later that the main villain, uh, actually has been working with the CIA and, uh, that's why they don't want him killed. And that's that, cause he's like giving them Intel and slacker is there basically. And he, and he shows up, he's like, Hey kid, just run away, man. I don't have to kill you. Just run away. And, uh, you know, we can't kill the main villain. He's He's got intel. I was sent here to stop you. They wanted me to kill you, but I don't like, you know, you're my buddy. I don't want to do that. So run away. And then, like, five seconds after that, <laughs> a villain, our main villain tries to kill our hero, and then Slacker gets in the way and gets killed. So I was just like, oh, God. So, like, and then, again, I wanted a more satisfying uh, finale. You know, I wanted him to, if you're going to, if you're going to have the, 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 the deer in the headlights plot, you better damn well have our hero go fucking berserkers barrage by the end of your movie. When he finally makes the decision, all right, I'm taking everybody out. No more hesitation. Everyone's going down. Cause I'm a specialist. The movie sets up that he was a specialist. He's, you know, so that's what I was expecting. So definitely not bad. And I'm going to give Ministry of Vengeance a B minus. I'm going to give it a B minus. I'm going to be fair with it. Uh, it definitely had its entertaining mo- moments, especially the church uh, sequence was pretty intense. Uh, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a terrible movie. And I don't, I do not hate the the hero <laughs> as much as <laughs> the only thing I hated the hero is just that it took him too long to fi- to finally fight back. Uh, that's about it, though for for ministry of vengeance but yeah solid solid movie solid movie all right so this one this is our last review of the day oh man this movie wow and half of me doesn't really want to spoil it half of me 
kind of just wants to recommend it to you guys because that's the best way to experience this movie. And a, another shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Aaron Penn from Cult of Cinema. Make sure you guys subscribe to him. But uh, I've always, I knew about the film, like I always seen the cover and, and stuff like that, but I've never seen a trailer. I never looked into it to watch it. Uh, but uh, Aaron on his channel didn't spoil it. And he told us, he told everybody watching, go in blind. So if you guys don't want to hear the spoilers, <laughs> and if you want to go in blind, you can watch it on Tubi and then come right back and hear what I have to say. So I'll, I'll give you that warning at least. Because that's the because it was very unexpected, especially the kind of type of movie that it kind of advertises itself as at first was not expecting at all, at all for the movie to turn into what it turned into. So let's go ahead and get to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, and let's talk about Blood Games. <laughs> Here we go. Blood Games 1990. All right. Remember, spoilers now. I gave you guys a chance. <laughs> uh, the film is directed by Tanya Rosenberg, starring the lovely stunt queen herself, Laura Albert. And if you're unfamiliar with her, look her up, man. Look her up on IMDb and go to the stunt section. You're going to be blown away of all the movies that she has been in for sure also starring ken carpenter uh um uh, let's see gregory scott cummins uh lee benton ross hagan the immortal ross hagan and many others many others and george buck flower returns to the channel <laughs> uh check out my review of uh sorority babes and the slime ball slime slime slamorella or slamorella something like that <laughs> i reviewed that for fun not too long ago but yeah george buck flower who's always the homeless drunk in every movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, so here's here's the, uh, I'm not even going to read the plot synopsis. I'm going to go into it. And I don't have that many photos, but let's go ahead and talk about blood games. So right off the bat, when you start watching the film, you're like, oh, this is a TNA movie. Okay. <laughs> you're like, all right, this is, this is sleaze TNA uh, uh, and there's lots of cinematography in this movie. And uh, if that's what you're going for, well, you're not going to be disappointed. So that's kind of how the movie is advertised. You know, I was like, okay, so cinematography, we've got a exploitation movie. Uh, let's see where this goes. And again, when I went in blind, I didn't even read the plot synopsis. I just, I, I listened to Aaron. I went in blind and just hit play. And so right off the bat, we're, we're out here with this town. It's kind of small town and we have uh, very lovely ladies out there and they're, they're almost like, imagine if like it's your birthday, right? And there's Laura, there's the, the, the lovely Laura Albert and the badass Laura Albert, uh, stunt woman right there. Stunt legend. Um, imagine it's your birthday or whatever. And your dad's like, you know, he's got money and he's like, Hey son, I just, I got, 
you love basketball, right? He's like, yeah, dad. He's like, hey, let's have a basketball game. But hey, I'm bringing I'm bringing the hottest Hooter girls <laughs> ever to play basketball against you and your friends. So have fun. So that's basically what happened here. So we have Ross Hagen, who's like the coach uh, of all these uh, uh, lovely ladies. But the thing is, the funny thing is, these ladies can play. Like they're legit athletes, <laughs> which was entertaining. They're like legit athletes. They're not out there going, ah, like they're, you know, like, you know, just goofing around trying to be cute because they're, they get, they're, 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 they're paid to be entertainment, to be eye candy. Right. But no, they're, they like want to win. Right. So they're like kicking the crap <laughs> out of the, out of the, uh, the main villain son's, uh, team. They're like totally kicking the crap out of them. And then the, and then I, I never, it's been a long time since I wanted somebody to die right at the beginning of the movie and all these drunk douchebag assholes, they're trying to feel them up. They're like, you know, like during the game, they're like messing with them and, you know, trying to distract them. And I was like, fuck these dudes, man. You know? And then the worst when they were, when they were losing, the worst was, uh, the main villain's son, let me get the character's name again. Hold on. Roy Collins, he like straight, one of the girls is trying to hit steal home, steal to home, and he straight elbows, elbows her in the face. And I like grabbed my seat over here. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, fuck these dudes, man. Seriously, these guys are horrible. Like just straight, wow. Like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? So the girls are getting pissed off. They're like, what is happening? Right? What's going on? So they're like, fuck these dudes. We're going to beat these guys at their own game. So they like threw the, like they got good revenge. They threw the ball right in the guy's ball sack, fucked him up. I was like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, let's let's go. And they win. They actually win <laughs> the game. And uh, they they go back, they get back on their bus before they go to the, go to the next town. Well, Ross Hagen, who's the coach, he meets up with the, the main villains, uh, the main villain, he meets up with Roy's dad, uh, I'm going to call him just Mr. Collins. Let me see. Mino Collins. I'm just calling him Mr. Collins. And he's like, yo, where's my money? You paid for us to come out here. Where's my money? And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll give it to you by tonight. And he's like, if you don't have my money, I'm I'm, I'm coming for you. You know, we're going to have problems. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm a man of my word. So later that night, you know, you get to, you get to know the girls a little bit. And old Buck Flowers shows up. <clears throat> excuse me old buck flowers shows up and he gives like some chump change to uh hagen and hagen's like what the fuck is this this is not what we were promised so hagen's like fuck this dude hagen hagen's like packing heat grabs his pistol shows up to the bar because they're still having the birthday party at the bar for roy and kind of fucks up uh roy's dad in the bathroom and, and he like robs him at gunpoint <laughs> And ties him up, puts a, some tape around his his face, and leaves him in the stalls. So it was kind of funny because this movie's like comedy. So you got you have cinematography, you got a TNA movie, but you get legitimate funny moments. So you have people. He's in the stall yelling for help, but people are like, "God damn, what you eating there, boy?" Like yeah, kind of like goofy funny moments right here. So again, the tone is okay. They're just douchebags. But uh, the girls got the the better of them, right? Oh, it gets fucking nuts now. Like it escalates. <laughs> like so I was like, "What? The, this is fuck. This movie's fucking crazy." Was not expecting it. So 
we have to where you think is going to be a nice little fun little TNA comedy with some girls dealing with some douchebags turns into Roy and his drunken friend trying to basically, you know, doing the hard R on two of the other girls and they're trying to fight back and stuff like that. Well, Ross Hagen shows up and Roy gets the better of Ross Hagen and ends up stabbing him. So Ross Hagen's bleeding out and then they run off. They get Ross Hagen back to the bus. They're trying to get away. And as they're driving, driving away, Roy and his friend, this douchebag right here, Roy and his friend start blasting the bus. The girls are trying to drive away. And one girl gets shot in the head. I'm like, dude, what is this? Is what is that? Like, I was not expecting this. Like, I thought this was like, oh, this look is this is looking like a Fred Olin Ray movie or an Andy Sidaris type film, right? Um, but it's fucking violent and crazy, man. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, kind of on the edge of my seat, like watching this. And the girls are freaking out, and the, it doesn't look good for the for the father. He bleeds out and he ends up dying. And then basically, uh, Collins gets free. Oh, oh yeah. As they're driving away, they end up uh, fuck pinning uh, Roy to a trash can. So Roy's dead. So that's a plus. But his friend gets away. And then, not expecting the movie to turn into what it turned into, the movie becomes a fucking hunt movie. The dad comes out. He's like, "Hey, I'll give you guys all. I'll give you guys thousand dollars each. If we go kill these bitches." Everybody arms up, the town <laughs> arms up, or at least the douchebags with them. And they go hunting basically to kill because, you know, they killed his son. He wants revenge. And the movie turns into what started off as a, oh, a little TNA cinematography, fun eye candy comedy, turns into a straight up fight for survival and i was like dude this movie is i I can't believe i've never seen this movie before and these girls i was loving it they were like fuck these dudes man (laughs) we're gonna fight back we're gonna try to survive and they try to escape and we get some cool stunts you know we get some really good some actually fun stunt work uh in this again not expecting that uh and you know, some, some pretty good violence, but you know, they try to get out of the town. They can't get out. So they end up basically getting out of the bus and just running into the forest and trying to survive. So these girls are now getting hunted by a rabid group of douchebags <laughs> in the forest. You know, Hey, we came out here, we got paid to, uh, you know, be eye candy and have fun playing some baseball. And now we're fighting for our lives in the forest. And again, this part of the film, I was like, where, where is this movie going now? For what started out, again, I'm going to repeat myself a lot. For a, a TNA you know, comedy type movie, we get to this scene right here. This character here, what's her name? I don't want to spend too much time trying to look for her. Uh, but she's like a badass. And she stops and takes a stand. She's like, look, we have to fight back. We can't just run from these guys all night, all day. We got we to gotta take a stand at some point. And, this, and I was like, okay, here we go. I mean, they were already 
fighting back out of just survival purposes, right? But now she's like, let's not run anymore. So you have that big moment. So when you get moments like this in movies, right, what usually happens, right? We're finally going to fight back. Fuck this. Fuck these guys. Let's do it. And she does it. Two girls go with her and the rest separate. And at this point in the movie, I'm like, I was like, okay, here's the, here's the moment, right? Here's the moment where they're all going to band together and become John Rambo somehow. <laughs> and they're all going to take out the, the villains and fight back. Cause that's, that's the, that's the kind of scene it was. No, two girls went with her and the rest of the girls went with babe. who's was uh, Laura Albert's character. And I literally was like, what is going to happen now? I'm asking questions. Like, I'm like invested, you know, and what I thought was a TNA movie, TNA comedy. I literally did not know what was going to happen next after this scene. Cause you, you I, I figured like if, she, if it was just one, if she, if she by herself said, fuck you, I'm going to fight back on my own. She's dead. Right. <laughs> but the other two went with her and guess what happens? They all fight back, the three, and they actually take out some dudes. But then the movie throws you for a loop, and not all of them make it. I'm not going to tell you which ones. I'll leave some suspense. But I was just like, at this point in this movie, I was like completely like, where are we, like, in a good way, where are we going and what's going to happen next? Because you think something, so you think something's going to happen. It doesn't happen that way, and it goes another direction. And I'm kind of like not, not at all expecting this kind of movie <laughs> to kind of pretty much give me, uh, you know, what is it? Oh, I'm checking some of your trying to catch up with you guys now. MKF30 says sounds like Judgment Night with chicks in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, but Judgment Judgment Night didn't advertise itself. As a whole bunch of shirtless hot guys, and you see all of their dicks first, and then the rest of Judge and Knight happened. <laughs> There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Yeah. So again, things don't go well for everyone. And it's just very intense, very intense altercation and back and forth and oh man i wanted this guy this character to die so bad this guy became worse than roy i really wanted his dick to blow up like i want <laughs> i wanted a i spin on your grave cut the dick off sit in the bathtub scene like i th this guy deserved especially what he did in the movie i won't ruin that but uh yeah he i'm glad he did die though they they, they gunned him down but i you know the dick needed to go first but yeah just when you thought a movie was going a certain way and they were going to fight back, the movie throws you for a loop. And so, again, I spoiled a lot, uh, but we have a nice little fun uh, climax, and it was very entertaining. And, very, and, and movies that surprise me, as long as you guys have been following me on the channel, stay with me a lot more than, um, like, Doctor Strange. We really enjoyed that one, right? We had a lot of fun with that one for what it was. Probably not going to remember it that, you know, maybe five years from now, right? But I'll remember Blood Games <laughs> because it totally 
subverted my expectation. I hate saying that, but in a good way, not in the less, not in the last Jedi way. So yeah, I, I couldn't help myself, but to give blood games an A minus man, I'm giving blood games an A minus <laughs> and big shout out to Laura Albert. That's right. The stunt queen straight badass. So that is it. So quick rundown for the night before we wrap it up. Thanks to everyone for hanging out with the samurai guy. So really quickly, I gave the hunter a B plus. Mad Foxes got a B. Ministry of Vengeance got a B minus. And of course, Blood Games gave me an A minus. Gave me an A minus. What? I <laughs> gave Blood Games an A minus. But yeah, very, very surprised with that. It's just, I don't know what it is, man. Smaller, low key, smaller budgeted movies, working with what they have, trying to give you all this entertainment, whether it's eye candy and then comedy and then a thrill ride, a violent climax with such a limited small budget. It's just way more impressive to me uh, than a big budget CGI piece of shit that you're going to forget the next day but that's how i roll everybody's different all right guys thanks again for hanging out with me i gotta wrap it up <sighs> errands to run you guys are awesome and thanks for hanging out hopefully next time we do stream yard uh <laughs> the chat won't just disappear uh but hey this kind of worked bootlegging it here with the phone <laughs> i just can't highlight anything but hey you guys are all awesome thanks again for watching and uh if you if you guys are unaware I got the chance to interview uh, the sadness director, Rob Jabaz. So check that video out. Uh, if you guys are interested, I just uploaded that to the channel today. Keep watching movies. That's right. All the action films, martial arts, baby. That's right. Straight up action, action thrillers, action exploitation. Enjoy it all from big budget to small budget. As long as it's entertaining, that's all that matters at the end of the day. You guys are awesome. Thanks again, and I'll see you uh, on the next one. Take care, guys. We might have some reviews this weekend. Maybe. We'll see. Take care.